Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,799. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Spicewood, Texas. What a great name with a very special guest by the name of Chris Brown. Chris, welcome to Cars Yeah. Uh, do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely, Mark. All right, we'll have some fun. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your world, what's one little thing you'll share that most people don't know about you, Chris? Well, I'm I'm a musician. Really? What do you play? I play guitar. You know, I'm I'm one of several million kids in America who got guitars for Christmas in 1964 because of the Beatles invasion. I was one of those. Yeah, me too. So I I got a cheap guitar for Christmas 1964 and have been upgrading and playing ever since. And it's just something I enjoy. I don't do it. Yeah, well, it's fun. Now, I've got behind me hanging on my walls a Fender Stratocaster, um, which is a limited edition hot rod model. Got to have the hot rod model, right? Yeah, 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 of Candy course. Apple Red with the pick guard that's engine turned. And in front of me is my Washburn that my wife bought when we got married and a Tacoma and a Gibson. And yeah, uh, I love the guitar too. So I've got a Gibson. I've got an ES-335 Ooh, on the wall behind me nice. and a Telecaster. There you go. Well, perfect. We've got to start a band here. Well, let's talk yeah. about what you're up to. In 1999, Chris Brown founded Rate Genius, a multi-state web-based loan company specializing in automotive refinance. Prior to starting Rate Genius, Chris attained over 19 years of experience in general and sales management roles with auto dealerships, so he knows cars. Under his direction as president and CEO, Rate Genius has become a leader in the auto refinance industry, even during a down economy. Chris continually works with lending institutions to ensure Rate Genius offers loans which benefit customers while also meeting lenders' predetermined guidelines. He's originally from Saginaw, Michigan, and as we said, he's currently just outside of Austin with his wife and two boys. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Chris, but first, a word from our valued sponsor, so give him a little listen, a little love. Keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back with Rate Genius. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun? Harsh UV rays damage your interior over time, cracking the dash, fading colors, and the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you and me. Their quality-made sunscreens are easy to use, take seconds to install and to remove, and they protect your vehicles while parked in the sun. If using a cover isn't a good option. I have one for every one of my cars. They come in a variety of colors and options and their accordion design makes unfolding and folding them up for storage as cool as the summer breeze. Your sunscreen comes custom tailored for your special vehicles and manufactured with the quality and attention to detail that's been the standard for Covercraft since 1965. Here at Cars Yeah, I've got a savings just for you. Use the code YA21, that's Y-E-A-H, Two one at Covercraft.com and they'll give you 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code YA21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. 
When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Chris, we're back. So let's take a little deeper dive into the corner. I want you to share more with our listeners here about what your role is, what Rate Genius is all about. And I think what we're going to also talk about a little bit today is the state of auto loan refinancing because things have shifted a bit with the pandemic and what's going on with the world. So let's start with Rate Genius. So thank you, Mark. Yes. So Rate Genius is and always has been focused on finding the best loan for consumers who apply through our site. We have uh, 150 financial institutions, mostly credit unions, but we have some subprime lenders. We also have some banks on the platform. And so the focus really is finding that best deal. Some folks don't get the best deal from a dealership and some folks deserve a better rate because their credit has improved. And yes, as you mentioned, the the popularity of automotive refinancing has really, really taken off. Rate Genius is approaching a milestone. Later this month, we will cross the 400,000 loans arranged for consumers. And if you think about 400,000 consumers who saved an average of about 80 bucks a month That's for the term of their loan, big number. you do the math. Yeah. Yes. We, yes, it's a big number. So we've got to feel good about that because that's the number one thing we're trying to do is help people improve their position in their loan. Well, you think about automobiles and we hear this over and over. Usually an automobile is the second largest purchase in your life aside from your home. And most people probably want more than they can really afford because if they didn't, they just pay cash for their car, right? But cars have gotten so expensive. But this refinancing of loans in my world, I'm an older, old school guy. So I always got a car loan that was two years, maximum three. You never pay more than that, uh, which meant you had to put a big down payment down. But the idea of refinancing a car loan just never felt good to me. But things have altered and changed so much. So tell me some of the factors, aside from the fact that they can save money every month, that have come into play with refinancing auto loans. So right, you know, um, people think of refinancing, the first thing you think of is mortgage refinancing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're also also correct that cars have gotten to a point where the average auto loan now is $35,000 or so. Yeah. So these, these are big ticket items. And cars are lasting longer. They're staying on the road longer. The average age of the fleet, this is a statistic I read a year ago or so, it's like 11 years old. So people are keeping their cars much longer. And so when they find out that they're going to stick with that car and they realize that they've got a rate that they can improve, they come through Rate Genius, 
reduce their rate, reduce their payment, sometimes even extend their term because they're just planning on keeping that vehicle. It's also an opportunity for people to get coverage for mechanical breakdown and roll that vehicle service contract into a new loan Mm -hmm. so that they're not having to come out of pocket to buy coverage. Sure. So those are things that are factors. Uh, and then also, you know, obviously during this pandemic, people are looking for every way they can to save money. And so we did feel uh, quite a spike over the last uh, 12 months of people applying and, and looking for this service. Well, and then you look at where rates are right now. It's absolutely, I don't think I've ever seen it like this. And I'm not a youngster. It's pretty incredible what home rates, look at that. Auto rates, look look at that. I won't say it's free money because money's never free. I always I never like that term when people oh, it's free. It's almost free. Right. How do you figure free? I don't, show me the show me the statistics or the uh, Excel spreadsheet on that. I should say. So let's look at what's happening this year because we're still in this pandemic situation. It's getting better, thank goodness. Vaccines are out there, and it seems like things are starting to get better, and we'll have a life again. We can have freedom, but do you see this as a continuation? Because rates have gotten even lower. Oh yeah, they have, and they're going to stay low for the foreseeable future. And what I think is happening now is that people have become much more aware of auto loan refinancing, both through seeing the surge in it and knowing people who have opted to save money on their loan by refinancing. Mm -hmm. And then also with our company publishing content around this idea of auto loan refinancing. We also see the major credit bureaus reporting on trends and auto loan refinancing is reported as a uptrend uh, by all all three of the major credit bureaus. Now, you came from the automotive world working at dealerships, right? Yes, sir. So when you think about dealerships, when you go in to buy a car, obviously where they make their money is probably with the finance manager, I'm guessing. When you finally go through all the gyrations and you end up in that room with that other person that isn't the guy that promised you the world, and now things are starting to happen that maybe sometimes aren't as much fun. So I'll take the assumption here that going through a company like Ray Genius and then being able to walk into a dealership and already having all that money factor figured out is probably a lot more comforting for a consumer. So, you know, we we don't actually do the origination side. We don't say, here's your approval, go on and go shopping. And the reason for that is like you could, we could, Mark, we could publish an electronic check to you today and say, here's $40,000, go shopping and let us know and we'll fund it. And typically what a dealer will do to control that sale is say, yeah, we don't need that. We'll, we'll match your rate or we'll take care of you in our finance office. And so call that getting the deal flipped. So, you know, Mark Green came to Ray Genius, got all approved and ready and empowered. And he's still empowered because he knows what rate he can get. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But the dealer will do everything they can do to control and flip that deal because they rely on that, on that finance and insurance income so greatly. More than the car sale, I'm assuming. Certainly, yes. In in new cars, you know, um, <clears throat> such a commodity, right? And you can compare online nationwide and have bids come in and have the vehicle delivered to you and you know exactly what you're getting. Now, used cars is a different story. You know, no two used cars are exactly alike, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's condition or mileage, et cetera, or, or equipment. And so new vehicles, now it's been a long time since I've been in the business, but the margins, I believe, are pretty crunched on new vehicles, which is why it's so important to make it up on that back-end financing. Absolutely. Use vehicles, you should add, use vehicles if you're doing it right, I think you should have some wiggle room. 
A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So walk us through how a customer, a client will work through your system. What exactly happens when they log in and go through the process? Again, bearing in mind that they've already got their vehicle. They're, they're not they're not actually going to get approved to go pick out the vehicle that they want. Mm-hmm. They're driving their, their F-150 or whatever it is. And they become aware that they can do something about their payment. They become aware through our partners. We have many, many partners who generate leads and send them through to us. We also do some old-fashioned direct mail, reaching out to people that we know we can help. And we hope they respond because if they do, we can save them money. But it's always about you know raising awareness and fighting, letting folks know that they have an alternative to the loan that they currently have. Mm. And that alternative is to shop it for free. We don't charge somebody to apply or get quotes or anything else. We're What we're doing is trying to make sure that consumers got the best rate that they qualify for. And again, that qualification can change over time. If perhaps a year ago they bought a you know a vehicle at a dealership, they may have gotten a higher rate because their credit was not as good. And if they've been careful, if they've been careful and they've made their payments, and meanwhile rates are coming down, then all it is really about is awareness. You know, consumer awareness that this is an option. And once folks recognize that, they find it to be a pretty easy process. So they come into Rate Genius and they apply, and we will then uh, assess their application, assess their credit by a soft inquiry that doesn't affect their credit with a hard inquiry. And we will match through uh, a decisioning engine, match that customer and that loan to the best loan in our national network of lenders. And when we do that, we uh, ask that consumer if what we have found for them is something they'd like to pursue. And in that case, in you know, in the case of them saying, yes, I want to pursue this new loan, we then reach out to our lender and secure an approval. And all of the documents are created by us, All of the really all of the paper chasing or digital document chasing is done by us all the way through to titling. So the consumer doesn't have to go you know, down to their DMV and put a new lien holder on in place of the old lien holder. We do that as well. Nice. So for the consumer, yeah, you know, and, and yeah, the, and the other thing, the stuff that we're working on now with an incredible team of people is, is the consumer's journey. So automating and digitizing everything and really is only to get where, you know, what consumers expect. They expect everything to be real time. They expect everything to be digitized and they expect it to be pretty darn easy. Yeah. Right. The ease of use, you know, don't, don't make me work too hard to get this done. And that engages the consumer and gets them through the journey faster. So that's, that's what, that's what we're all about now is improving that journey and the experience for the consumer. Very cool. I love it. Let's talk about a driving inspiration in your life, Chris, someone who was a key mentor that helped you be successful. Who was that person? My dad. Your dad. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad was, you uh, so I mentioned born in Detroit and I was born during the, you know, the dawn of cool car era Yeah. in Detroit. What's cooler than a 57 Chevy, right? <laughs> so um, my dad was for 35 years was chief metallurgical engineer for Eaton Corporation's automotive division. Whoa. And, and, you know, big supplier to Ford Motor. And so he was metallurgical engineer, but he was also a kind of a gearhead. Like he would literally sit my brothers and I down in the basement of our house in Michigan with a, you know, a, a engine cut in half and a chalkboard. And he'd give us lessons on these, you know, these 351 Cleveland edition engines and the displacement. How and cool the board. Is that? Just, oh yeah. He was totally, 
totally cool guy. And, and, uh, I wish I, you know, I really wish I'd paid more attention <laughs> well, <laughs> to those lessons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, so that's, that's kind of where it started in Detroit. I love it. With my dad. Yeah. Motor city. Well, you did yeah. a shift in your career path from the automotive industry and you're now you're basically a tech guy in, in many senses. Yeah. How would you advise other people who want to make a shift like that in their careers? Well, I was motivated to get out of the car industry because I had sons that were growing up fast. And that's, that's a big motivator because if you're trying to run a dealership, it's hard to do both. Be a husband, father, and general manager of a dealership. You kind of almost have to choose one or the other. So for me, it was almost necessity. It was like, I, you know, I love everybody, but I've got to get out of this retail business. Right. It takes up a lot of time. It's an inordinate amount of time. I used to call it chained to the desk, mm. you know, just chained to your desk all day. And, uh, and you know, so I, I started thinking about things that I could do and, you know, actually saying prayers, like find an opportunity. And I was introduced to a guy who had a little marketing company that he'd started, incorporated, and it was a company that would do dealership mailers. So mm. it'd be like... You know, you get something in the mail with a key and it'd say, you know, Mark, come down to the dealership Saturday and see if this key fits. You oh, might win a car. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd seen it all. And I just was, I thought that's, you know, that's not exciting. But while I was running a dealership, I got this card. Somebody brought it into the dealership and it was an, a refinance offer on a little three by five bright yellow card. There's a little company down in Houston that was just doing it in the Houston area. And I took that and I thought, that's cool. That's interesting. And slid it under the glass on my desk and left it there. And now I'm having this conversation with this fellow who wants to do marketing. And I thought, you know, we can find out through credit bureaus and other sources who's paying too much on their existing auto loan. When we talk about my move out of the car business mm -hmm. and into rate genius, it, as I said, it was a necessity for me, a life necessity for me to have a good balanced life. Yeah. And it was something I understood, you know, the idea of starting a company really hadn't occurred to me. That's a big, bold step. It was, it, I, I thank you for saying so. <laughs> Cause at the time, at the time my boys were, you know, 10 and 12 years old. And there were some people who thought I was crazy walking you know, away from a dealership where you you make lots of money and you, you and your wife both have a nice car and, you know, all those things. But boy, I'm glad I did it. Well, those big, bold steps, those daring moves, they don't always pay off, but there's always great lessons with them. And I really, my hat's off to you because when we do those things, reinvent ourselves. I did it when I started this podcast and like you, I had mm -hmm. plenty of people going, you want to do what? Are you crazy? Uh, so, but you know, if you don't try it, if you don't do it, and, and I really commend you for making the life decision based around your family, because so many people find themselves in that situation where they have a house and car and mortgage and college tuition coming up and all this stuff, and they feel like, I can't, I can't change. I'm locked in here. I just have to power through it. Right. Gr green, I call those the green handcuffs. Oh, gosh. You know, just get used to the money and you have to, you know, so yeah. And, and you know, you said something interesting, Mark. You said, people said to you, are you sure you want to do what? Well, the difference is you wanted to do that. You had to do the other thing. Right. You know, yeah. I had to do it. I was doing it at the dealership. I wanted to do this. Right. You know, and, and as you know, getting something started, you know, my mantra is persistence is existence. I mean, you have to every day with tenacity, just get up and hit it. Yeah. And, uh, and after, and after a while it just becomes, you know, it's very habit forming. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> to just, tremendous. To just take the punches. 
take the punches. <laughs> there you go. Well, my hat's off to you, my friend. Let's take a short break and thank mm-hmm. our sponsors. We come back. I want to ask you, and maybe we touched on it here, about a big challenge or an obstacle in your life. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Today's vehicles are essentially computers on wheels, and it takes more than a wrench and oil to keep them humming. That's why Cars Yeah! supports TechForce Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to driving tomorrow's workforce of skilled technicians forward. Techs keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. Yet there's a massive tech shortage because many young people don't know it's no longer a blue-collar job. Today, it's a new-collar career. It involves computers, technology. It's in high demand. You get paid really well. And you can live and work anywhere in the country. I know you're passionate about cars, trucks, and motorcycles, and you can help pass that passion on to the next generation of techs so our rides keep rolling down the road. Visit techforce.org today and learn how. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts, did you know if you subscribe at carsdad.com, I'll send you my free filler up book? It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about. Here at Cars, yeah. Thanks for listening. My regular listeners know I always ask about a big challenge, big obstacle, even a big failure, but it really is more about the lesson learned and how you move forward when you went through that situation. So share one of those in your life with us, will you? Sure thing. Yeah, this one's easy, Mark. Uh, the 2008 financial crisis. Oh my gosh, yeah. Near, yeah, nearly, nearly put an end to Ray Genius. And this goes back to persistence being existence. And, and you know, the, uh, the number one rule in business, stay in business, right? Yeah. So in <laughs> yeah. 2000, yeah. In 2008, um, seven, 2007, 2008, obviously lenders stopped lending. And we had a handful of really great partners. They relied on secondary market. They would make loans, bunch of loans, then they'd sell them to the secondary market. And that just stopped. And so they had to call me and say, hey, you know, we love you, but, we can't make loans anymore. You know, we love you. We love your loans, but we have to stop. And so we went from having good volume and growing volume to nearly no volume. And, uh, we, we had a handful of lenders who were still lending and it turns out they were credit unions. Mm. So the mission became in 2008, sign up credit unions. And we then went on the road. We being myself and a, and a handful of very talented driven lender management salespeople and, you know, conferences and face-to-face and hit a city and go to six credit unions in a day and build consensus and built that lender network back. And uh, the, the lesson is not to become unsoundly reliant on any partners. All the eggs in one basket, <laughs> the proverbial yeah. story. Yeah. Yes. That era of time wiped a lot of people off the map. And, you know, you have to you have to use the word pivot. Some people get tired of that word, but you really had to rethink what you're doing and look at what's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dive into another area because those people that set pat and said, well, we'll just wait this out. 
Uh, that didn't work. Uh, it didn't work out so well. Yeah. Way too deep, way too huge, way too much of those uh, lousy loans where they were giving everybody that had a heartbeat <laughs> a home loan. And, That's right. And then mm-hmm. some. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad you survived that. I would assume you have a bucket list of things you'd still like to accomplish in your life. Is there one big, as uh, Jim Collins and Good to Great says, big, hairy, audacious goal for you? You know, it's it's interesting. I, I actually tell my friends and family that I don't have a bucket list. I, I don't have a, a punch list of things I have to get done. You know, the most important thing to me going forward is the ability to spend time with my family and my grandchildren. I have three grandchildren. And yeah, congratulations. Thank you. And as I said earlier, they're nearby. So that is the mission. I, I honestly don't have, I don't feel like I've, I've you know, like missed out on anything. Well, I'm about to be a grandfather this year for the first time, so nice. uh, I'll have to call you and get some advice. Mark, is that your son or your? Is my daughter, daughter, my oldest child, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, going to have a baby in August. Here, they came over and said, "Hey, we're having a baby," and I was all excited. It was at Christmas time, and my daughter pulls me aside. She goes, "Dad, we got a problem." I go, "Why? What's wrong?" She goes, uh, "The baby's due August 9th. and I said, "That's the beginning of Car Week in Pebble. You can't do that." <laughs> I go to Pebble Beach every year. I've been there 30 years in a row, except for last year, of course. I said, can't you hold off? She just looked at me. My wife looked at me and I went, okay, I'll be here. Don't worry about it. You'll be, yeah, you'll be, you'll be there. Now, do you know if it's boy or girl? No, they don't want to know, which I'm very excited about. We did that too. So, you know, the excitement, in fact, just before you called, my daughter sent me a whole bunch of uh, new ultrasounds, some of them moving. See a little heartbeat and hands bouncing up and stuff. So no, they don't want to know. So they've told the doctors, we want to be surprised. So I think that's fantastic. So just healthy. That's all we always wish for, right? Right, of course. Yeah, yeah our first was a little a little girl uh, nice. born on August 10th. As a oh, fact. there you Four go. Years, five years. This year will be this year will be five years. Oh my gosh. Well, ah, looking forward to this. Another chapter in our lives as well. So very cool. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Maybe share what that was and what it meant to you. What was that ride? So, yeah, I mentioned earlier that in the 80s, I was managing the Porsche Audi. We had Porsche, Audi, Rolls Royce, Maserati, Range Rover, you know, anything we could fit in the showroom we were adding. But the Audi Quattro Coupe, the Turbo Quattro Coupe came out in 83. It got to the U.S. soil in 83 and top speed of over 130 miles an hour. And it was really the first (laughs) time... First time that I may not be the first first, but one of the first times turbocharging and all wheel drive were paired up. The guy that was uh, the national sales manager for Audi of America was a buddy of mine. He happened to be in Austin, had some of those on the, just had just come in. And we started talking about this 137 mile an hour top end. And so we got jumped in it and went out west of town, then was just wide open space. We took that thing up over 130 miles an hour for probably 10, 15 miles. Just, it was literally on rails. It was the most fun I've had driving anything. So the following year, somebody who had bought one of the first ones traded it in and I bought it. Oh, nice. So, yeah. And I had this, uh, this beautiful white Audi Quattro coupe, low miles, 1983 model. And in about 86, 87 kids came along and, it was no longer practical to have an Audi Quattro Coupe. 
It's the one that got away. The one that got away. I'll tell you, I had a great guest on my show not too long ago, Jeremy Walton. He's a journalist and author. He wrote a really cool book you'd probably like if you don't already have it titled Quattro, The Race and Rally Story. And in that show, you can listen, and the book goes much more in depth, obviously, than what we can cover in a half hour or so here on Cars yeah, about what Audi did there. And they really pulled off a coup in the racing world when they put four-wheel drive and turbocharged the car because they brought that before FIA and said, okay, here's our idea. And they looked and like, why do you put four? You're adding weight to a car? You're going to make it slower. Okay, fine, whatever, do it. <laughs> it changed the world. Uh, changed the world, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those are iconic. Yeah, sorry that one got away, but uh, at least you got to enjoy it. Uh, I've only driven one once, and I, I was... To me, I looked at that car and I thought, kind of looked kind of heavy, kind of bulky, and I'm a Porsche guy, right. BMW guy. But when I drove it, like you said, I'm like, whoa, there's something going on here that is pretty darn cool. And now they're pretty much yeah. kind of an I- iconic car. I mean, they're one of those legacy cars. So very nice. Yep. Well, yep. I'm going to crawl into your head here a little bit. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, you were manifest as a vehicle, what would you be, Chris, and why? I'm pretty sure I'd be an F-150 Okay. Yeah, good old Texas yeah. boy. <laughs> boring, 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 boring. I know, but you know, I, it's functional utility, and you know, I've got, I've got an F one fifty, and I've got a BMW X five, and the X five is sort of my my grandpa car. That's what I drive the kids, <laughs> and I love it. But the F one fifty is just. I think it's you, you mentioned it. Yeah, it's kind of a Texas requirement. You have to, <laughs> think so. have, to have, an, have to have a truck, and hopefully it's an F one fifty. Well, I'll tell you, my next door neighbor has been a Ford truck guy forever. And about a year and a half ago, two years ago, he bought a Raptor. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Holy moly! Yeah. I he let me drive that thing, and the day I drove it, it was raining, so it was a little slick. I went. This isn't a truck. <laughs> This isn't a yeah, yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a ranch out east, so he takes it out and actually drives it in the dirt and flies it over hills and uses it the way it was designed. So, uh, but I got that your answer. Yeah, I got your answer. I think that's pretty cool. Hey, what are some ways that you like to give back to others in the automotive sector? Well, you know, certainly the the, the people that work at Ray Genius now are, are mostly much younger than I am. So I do try to help them in their careers. I love to see promotion from within mm-hmm. at our company. And we see a lot of it. We're, we're at a high percentage comparatively to companies like ours. And so when we, when we have an opportunity internally, we always look first internally. Uh, I have examples of one young man in particular who's one of our top uh, developers. And he started in our call center. And he's in the call center working, you know, taking calls and working with customers and giving them good customer service. He's got a nice attitude and an opening came in our development department. And he applied and we we're like, guys in the call center, he has got, he's got development chops. Like, I mean, he's one of our top dev guys now. So I guess what I've tried to do to give back is to really provide an opportunity for people to advance their careers. And, and, it, and it has worked, and it's worked for me. I've advanced my career at Ray Genius. Cool. I love it. Is there a book you've read you'd like to share? Sure, yes. So I don't, title's kind of squirrely, but great CEOs are lazy. <laughs> Not the greatest title, but uh, when you get into the book, you realize that what this author is telling you is rather than as a CEO, spend a lot of time on a whole lot of things. You spend time on just a few things, and those things are specific to advancement of the company, specific to 
taking the kinks out of the hoses. And it taught me to get 10,000 feet up and look at the company and try to find areas where I felt my influence could unkink the hoses and yeah. move the process forward. Yeah, it's an important book. It's by uh, Jim Schlexer, if I'm saying his right. He's got an interesting Schlex- Schlexler. Schlexler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a tongue twister. Important. Yeah. yeah, when you move to that level of being in a business and learning, you really have to stop working in it and work more on it all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to transition to. Uh, it was hard for me uh, because you're used to doing so much and then trusting people to do what they need to do and then again, taking that big high-level look, like you said. Especially, you know, when, when you were starting cars, yeah, you were doing everything, right? I still pretty uh, much do everything. I'm a, right. I'm a tiny okay. – but I'm, I'm thinking more of the, the past company I worked with because I started there as really VP marketing and, and merchandising. But that company was very small when I started. There was just like four of us. And then it evolved and grew over the 20-plus years I was there. I became president of the company. Yeah, and again, making that transition out of each of the different categories that I learned how that company operated in from marketing to merchandising to advertising, photography, copywriting, designing the new corporate headquarters. I mean, all the different hats that I wore, I always say it wore all my hair off my head. Uh, And then managing people, a call center, learning how to manage a call center. We created a retail store, how to build a retail store, how to run a retail store, a car care school, an event center, all those different things. And then learning when when you have to pull back from it. Right. You you go from from VP of everything to focus. Yeah. The VP of nothing. That's important for a business. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a hard transition, that's for sure. So that's why it's a great book. Listeners, you can find that book and, oh gosh, over 1,800 books on the Cars Yeah website. Every guest has their own show notes page with links, but there's a great place on the site called Guest Recommended Books where you can click. It'll open all that up really quick, easy click to buy. All my inspiring automotive enthusiasts share wonderful reading material from car books to business books to all sorts of different things. So check it out. Oh, we'll take one more quick break here, Chris. We come back. I'm going to take you on the ultimate drive. So sit tight. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. And don't forget to use the code CARSYEAH when you get your subscription, and they'll give you $10 off. We are back. So I have a magic scepter, which allows me to enable something to happen for you today, Chris. You're going to get to go on the ultimate drive or ride, depending on if you want to be driving or riding. You get to pick the vehicle. You get to pick the ve- the person you're with. This could be somebody living or deceased. And you get to decide who's driving and what are you going to be talking about. So what's this ultimate drive look like for you? Oh, okay. Yeah. So probably a 68 Shelby GT500. <laughs> nice. I think that was I think that was the first year of the convertible that made it in a convertible. So I want a convertible with okay. the 
you know, the, the police interceptor engine oh, and I'd be <laughs> yeah, the 429 and I would be driving, but my dad would be in the passenger seat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would try to scare the hell out of him. <laughs> dad, remember when you're trying to teach me how the engine works? Well, I'm going to show you <laughs> with my right foot. <laughs> Let me show you what a real practical yeah. application. Yeah. 420, 429 can do. Well, that's a, that paints a very nice picture and that car, iconic, magical. Yeah. Very, very cool. I can hear that hear that V8 right now. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. You've taken us on a really fun ride here, Chris. I can't thank you enough for uh, joining me here. I want to do a quick shout out to Jackie Lambert at We Earn Media for introducing me to Chris. She brings me some great, great people. So, hey, Jackie, you're doing your job. Thank you very much. Before I let you go, what's one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance, maybe a success quote or a mantra you might offer the listeners today? Uh, well, you know, I mentioned persistence and tenacity, um, but it does come down to attitude. And this is a cliche, but it's so true. Attitude's everything, and you're the only one that controls it. That's where it starts. Very, very true. I always say if you have an attitude of gratitude, that's a good way to start every single day because it'll set you on the right course for sure. You can find everything on our talk today on Chris's show notes page on the Carjow website. Just go in there and type in Chris Brown. Easy to find. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Rate Genius? Well, go to RateGenius.com, certainly. There's plenty of content there so you can understand the company's mission but certainly, you know, you'll find us on all social media. Absolutely. I'll make sure to put a link to Rate Genius on that show, but pretty easy to find. RateGenius.com. You're interested in refinancing that vehicle, getting a better rate, saving some money to invest that money or do something better with it. Rate Genius. That's the way to go. Chris, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your business and life with us. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. This was fun. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.